السلام عليكم ورحمة الله الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى وسلاما على من لا نبي بعده أما بعد فعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم هو الذي أرسل رسوله بالهدى ودين الحق ليظهره على الدين كله ولو كره المشركون صدق الله العظيم Dear honored and respected elders and dear respected satis we are going through a time maybe worse than the times in the past and all of us know in every home in every country and as an ummah Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa predicted that a time will come in my ummah when every day will be worse than the previous day. He predicted this. He gave us a warning and also a preparation. And in other words, Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa said, a time will come in my ummah when the fitan or the trials and challenges will become so much for them, so much, so much. Like if someone takes a tasbih and you break the string, how the beads fall one after the other, you can't even control it, you can't stop it. So there is no way me and you are going to change the conditions because it is meant to be. Pandemics are meant to come. Earthquakes are going to come. Much more than we have seen in the past. Poverty is going to come. Poverty is going to come. Currencies are going to collapse. Governments are going to collapse. These are not conspiracies. Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said a time will come when Allah will make nothing grow on the face of this earth. Allah's Nabi said, and nothing, no rain will fall for the whole year, no rain will fall and nothing will grow on the face of this earth. Sahabi asked Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, O Nabi of Allah, what, what are we going to do? How are we going to sustain ourselves at that time? Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, that you will read La ilaha illallah and you will read Allahu Akbar and Alhamdulillah and in that Allah will nourish you like He is nourishing you now by food. The point is, how are we going to equip ourselves and our families to deal with the time? That's the important thing. You can't stop the rain, but you have to have a raincoat, you take an umbrella, and you protect yourself. You have a roof over your house, you close the sunroof of the car, because it's raining. What is the protection for this ummah? How are we going to cope with the time that we are going through and coming? The only survival for this ummah is the way Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa prepared his companions 
and that is complete reliance, dependence, hopes with Allah. He taught them in Makkah Mukallama before Salat even came, before fasting came. In Makkah there was no fasting, there was one fast in a, in a year. Salat was not the first five times Salat as we know it, that only came in the eighth year. Hajj, there was no Hajj, there was no Zakat in Makkah Mukallama. So the effort Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam made on the Sahaba was to prepare them for the challenges that were going to come in Medina Munawwara and later. And the preparation that he made with them was, Ya ayyuhannas, qulu la ilaha illallah tuflihu. O people, believe in, say la ilaha illallah, have conviction on it, and you will become successful in any condition that will come to you. Whether the Roman Empire wants to annihilate you, or the Persians want to destroy you, or the Munafikin in Medina want to take over and perish Islam, in all circumstances that will come to you from your home to your personal life to God, your success, Nabi Sassam used the word tuflihu. You will be successful in any stage, anywhere, if your conviction and your reliance is on la ilaha illallah. So what is in this la ilaha illallah? It's one of the pillars of Islam, but we don't pay attention to it. We pay attention to salat. I read my five times salat today. Did I do la ilaha illallah today? Nobody counts it. If you ask someone in the last year, did you fast? Fasting is one of the pillars of Islam. You say yes. Ramadan, every Monday, Thursday, we can calculate fasting, we can calculate salat. How do you calculate la ilaha illallah? La ilaha illallah is not a physical act. La ilaha illallah is my perception of the creation of Allah. When I look at a plate of food that's in front of me and I'm hungry, how am I looking at that plate of food? As the thing that is going to sort out my nourishment, it's going to see to my hunger, it's going to dispel this hunger. If that's the way I'm looking at the plate of food, then that is contrary to La ilaha illallah. It is compulsory on us. When you look at a plate of food, your heart has to say to it, La ilaha illallah. You are not going to look after my need. You cannot look after my need. You have to negate it. You have to make nafi. Negating one one creation of Allah like this is what is demanded of Iman. Iman is the pillar of Islam. Salat is five times a day. Salat has got a time factor. Fasting has got a time factor. It's a certain time of the year, certain hours. What is the time factor of kalima and iman and la ilaha illallah? Every ibadat has got its time. You can't change hajj. You can't change ramadan. You can't even break your fast half an hour later than the time you're supposed to break it on. It's makruh. So what is the time factor of Iman? الَّذِينَ قَالُوا رَبُّنَ اللَّهِ ثُمَّ اسْتَقَامُوا 
Alladina Kalu Rabbunallah Summastakamu. We have to have istiqamat, we have to have consistency and steadfastness in Iman, and that is every hal, every condition you go through. You go to work in the morning, person goes, he opens his business. At that time, before the customers and the suppliers come into that business, he has to look at his staff, he has to look at his stock, and he's got to negate them and say, La ilaha illallah, La raziq illallah. Nobody is going to feed me, nobody is sustaining me besides my Allah. If you don't do this, it will give you an invitation. It will tell you that business and the stock and the suppliers and the customers will tell you that we are looking after you. We are looking after you. Look at us. We are bringing business to you. Your pamphlet, when you look at it, there's no business like ours. Look, look at our marketing. Look at our strategy. Look at our planning. And this will slowly settle in the heart. That I am doing, I am doing, my business is doing, the food is doing, the medication is doing. And that is how the heart becomes tainted. That's how the heart becomes tainted. And when a person leaves this world, He's going to say in the Qabr, when the Malaika come to him, he'll say, you know I'm an Alim. <laughs> we don't want to know about your certificate and where you studied. And No, I read my five times Salat. We don't want to know about that now. It's not the time. We, we want to know Marrabbuk. Who was your Rabb? Do you know I built five masjids? Munkar and Nakir will say, we don't want to know anything about that. We want to know when you became ill, when you were sick. Where was your reliance on? Who did you hope from? Who did you ask from? So this kalima has that effect that when you look at something, the time to read kalima and, and iman is not once a day or twice a day or five times a day every condition for example you heard that there's an earthquake that took place in some country in the world 10,000 kilometers away you heard about this earthquake it came to your ears and with that news came that 200 people died as a result of the earthquake 200 people died you either digest it in the heart and the heart begins to believe that the earthquake killed 200 people or you have to close the door of the heart and dispel that and replace it with la ilaha illallah nobody nobody made the earthquake because human nature is that we're going to investigate how did the earthquake even happen then somebody will tell you no it's that whole belt it's that whole belt they they prone to earthquakes. La ilaha illallah means there is no such a thing as a belt and prone to. It is by the hukam of Allah that that earthquake even took place. Number one. Number two, after the earthquake took place, the earthquake didn't take the life of those 200 people. The earthquake was a means put in place by Allah. 
But the amr, the hukum of taking the life of this 200 people came directly from Allah. If the earthquake didn't take place, their lives would still have gone. He could have used some other means. If you don't do this, and we don't, in our hearts, by la ilaha illallah, the spell, the news that came to our ears, it settles in the heart. A time comes, you ask young, young people, that Allah can take away your thirst without water, without drinking. Tell you, are you crazy? Where is this person talking from? It's as if Allah, we, our hearts start making him dependent on his creation. La ilaha illallah is the only tool that we have. The only tool that we have to separate Allah's Qudrat and his power and ability from dependency on his creation. So for this reason, I'm going to suggest to all of us, every day, every day, take out five minutes of time. You can be in your office, lock the door. You're in your bedroom, you're in the masjid. Anyway, five minutes minimum can go into ten minutes. And read the kalima slowly. Every day, take out this time. La ilaha illallah. You read the kalima slowly. Slowly read the kalima. And that day, whatever is troubling you, there's a business deal you're going to be doing a little later in the day. You need to sort your own heart out as to who is going to make the deal a success. You're going to do an operation. You're a surgeon. You need to read La ilaha illallah every day. Otherwise, the thought is going to come to you at some point and settle in the heart. I did it. I saved his life and I did this. And, and that's exactly the line shaitan went on. Ana, ana, ana khairum minhu. I'm better. I did this. I did that. He counted his achievements of life because he never negated himself. He never negated himself. And he got caught up in this. And he's going to mislead all of us in the same way. So every day take out time. If that day you're not feeling well, you got a headache, you got a flu or fever, before you take medication, you take the medication, but before that you sit and you read your kalima, La ilaha illallah. Nobody can take away this fever from me beside you, Allah. And nobody can bring this fever to me. Nobody brought this fever beside you, Allah. And nobody can take it away from me beside you, Allah. How long did that take? Less than a couple of seconds it took. But it's so effective. It's so important to do this so that the heart doesn't become affected by what we see, what we experience, by mushahada and tajruba. The biggest killer, bigger than any cancer, bigger than an atom bomb. If you set a whole lot of tigers and lions loose in this masjid now, more harmful to us is what our eyes see, what our ears hear. It begins to settle in the heart. The hair of Allah, the makhluk, the creation of Allah, we, be, we, we slowly become reliant and dependent on these. And when we leave this world, when the question, are we going to give an answer? This is the program put in place. Sit every day, 
and whatever difficulties, even your complaints, as Yaqub said, Innama Ashku, I'm a human, I complain. But my complaining is to Allah. When a husband comes home from work and he's sitting with his wife at the table and, and they're eating, they have a complaining party. <laughs> she complains, I came late and he's complaining about the office and 10 staff didn't come today and the deliveries were late. They're complaining and complaining to each other. Who complains to Allah? Who talks to Allah? This few minutes a day. The other amal we can do for this is every day read one two rakats of nafil salat every day one two rakats of nafil salat where you choose one ayat of Quran that you will repeat over and over and over and over this is a sunnah amal Nabi Salsam used to do this one nafil salat you read the whole salat like normal when you come to the ayat ar-Rahman ar-Rahim for instance you chose this ayat you repeat ar-Rahman ar-Rahim 10, 20, 50, 100 times so for instance Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim And you think of the Rahmat of Allah And ask Him whatever you want Salat is that tool You can take whatever you want From Allah Your mother is not well She's going to be admitted to hospital Quickly Read a Salat And read Qul huwa Allahu Ahad and say, Allah, you are alone. You alone can give shifa to my mother. I'm rushing to the hospital now, but I first have to talk to you. I first have to tell you what I feel in my heart. I first have to take the shifa of my mother from you before I take her to the hospital. These are the weapons Allah has given us. These same weapons are going to be used tomorrow in the battlefield. What weapons Sahaba took to the battlefield? They took this to the battlefield. Sahaba say, when people used to come with swords and spears toward us, we used to read the kalima and make their swords and spears blunt. <laughs> we never we never ran away from the swords. We said, come. Then we used to talk to the sword. The sword is facing you. They used to talk to the sword and say, La ilaha illallah, you can do nothing. And the swords used to fall out there. Some, some non-Muslims who became Muslims said, I don't know what happened. When I faced him, my sword just fell out of my hand. It was his La ilaha illallah. Kalima in Salat is the weapons Allah has given us. Allah give us tawfiq inshallah in these challenging times. In, in whatever we're going to face, equip our family, sit at home, talk to the children, husband, wife and children. Talk to them about this. Uh, our weapons are not the the gold we put under the matras and those that we put in the giza and all that that is not going to uh, be the survival the survival of this ummah is their reliance and dependence through kalima and salat that we that we put with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah give us tawfiq inshallah Allah be with us and protect us and make it that we show good akhlaq to each other the biggest destroyer of this kalima in our deen is our character with each other. Uh, that's the biggest test in this whole thing, that a person can make decision in heart. I will never harm a Muslim with my tongue or my hands. Never harm anyone. Remain out of controversy and argument and whatever it is. Uh, Allah give us tawfiq for all of us.